Hi, you're listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life with me, your host, Mimi Novik. I'm so happy and thrilled to have you here with me. I have created this series for all of us so we can change our world together and live a more holistic and balanced life. Together, we will share lots of inspiring stories from all walks of life, speak with leading experts, enjoy healthy living ideas, explore music and subjects that inspire each other to always have hope. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all of you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Secrets for an Inspirational Life. How are you all today? I hope that you are well, wherever you are in the world, whatever time it is. Here in the United Kingdom, it's actually nighttime, I have to say, so it's evening for us. And what can I say to you? It's been a bit of a roller coaster ride this year, that's for sure. But you know what? I was told this as a child, actually, you have to take the rough with the smooth, and that is life. We have to adapt, we have to make the changes that are necessary to bring us peace and serenity, and not really to look at what other people are doing in their own world, but really look to the world that is there for us and our loved ones. And whatever you need to do to keep yourself safe, to keep yourself sane, we have to do. And whatever brings peace to our heart. And that's something that's really important, especially in these times, is to have a sense of peace, which is very difficult at any time in life to find. But whatever it is that we do, we have to try and find peace. And also, I believe what's important and that has helped me in my life is to really surround myself with people that bring me peace to my heart. And anyone really that doesn't do that anymore, I let them carry on in life because we all have an appointed time with each other. And what's important is to spend it in love and beauty. Now, I, I'm actually really excited, I have to say to you. And I am so happy because I have the absolute delight of welcoming my guest today, who is the fabulous Yaya Diamond. Now, Yaya is a singer, entertainer, and radio host of Dream Chasers Radio. And she hosts such a colorful array of guests, such as Grammy award-winning artists, award-winning producers, authors, inventors, and that's to name but a few. She built the station, in fact, on the foundation of supporting others by giving them the opportunity to showcase their talents on the show. And what's really interesting is that Yaya comes from an enriched musical family of multi-platinum and Grammy award winners. Her mom is the queen of high energy, Evelyn Thomas, who has sold over 19 million copies of her hit, High Energy, which is one of the most remixed dance songs of this age. And I have to admit, actually, I love that song and I was playing it today in order to get in the mood um, for the interview. So amazing, actually. Her mum prepared her for the stage since the age of four. She toured the world with her, singing, dancing, and opening for the likes of Barbara Pennington, Eartha Kitt, Sylvester, Michael Brown, and many more. Yaya herself has appeared on many TV programs, such as the World Network, multiple times, and also appearing with well-known artists such as Aaron Neville, 
the former Ladies of the Supremes, amongst many others. Her writing and vocal skills have even commanded the attention of the Grammy Board, getting her eight Grammy nominations for collaboration with Walter Clyde, Orange of the Commodores, and child activist Craig Dianto, as well as a collaboration with former lead singer of The Temptations, Glenn Leonard. She is an amazing lady with amazing talents, a vibrant soul, I have to say, and today she shares her incredible journey. Welcome, Yaya. Thank you. Wow, that's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It had to be said. I had to say all of that. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure, I have to say. I was so excited and I really did play high energy. I was getting into the mood of it and I thought, oh my goodness, Yaya's coming on. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing good, thank you. Good, good, good. How are things? How are things with you? You're in the States, aren't you? I am in the States. It's Mm -hmm. it's rainy. It's it's really rainy outside. (laughs) But it's nice. I like it. There's there's something about rain, isn't there? That's quite magical. Well, it's called water. Without it, we can't sustain life. Well, so I figure it would be good to rain a little bit. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And you know that us British are absolutely obsessed with the weather, and no conversation is complete unless we've mentioned it at to. least three times <laughs> with a cup of tea and and a, a no, it's not a cup of tea. It's a spot of tea. Well, it can be a cup of tea. It can be a cup of tea. It can? Okay, because, you know, I was, I was, you know, back in the day, it was a spot of tea. A spot of tea. Yes, a spot of tea. tea. (laughs) And a piece of cake. Yes. (laughs) You You know, I'm still waiting for you to come to the um, UK, don't you? You, Oh, my gosh. You promised you would come and we would have tea and cake together. You got to, but the thing is, is I can't go anywhere right now with this whole COVID thing. I know. I know. As as, soon as we're sort of in a place where we can be a little bit more freer, um, then you have to come. The door's always open for you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. I, I definitely am planning on traveling as soon as this whole thing is over. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's it's true. It's a, it's a strange old time. But but you've been to the UK, haven't you? I yeah, have. Yeah. I have. It's been a while, but I have, yes. Yeah, yeah. Now, tell us a little bit. I always ask my guests this, but I mean, especially you, I have to say, it's going to be an interesting one. Tell, you have done so much so, so much. I mean, I have to say to the listeners, Yaya has this whole list upon list upon list of all the things that she has done. And I, and I haven't even, I, I think, had 10% included in all of that. But she's absolutely amazing in what she does. Yaya, tell us a little bit about where it all started. From the womb. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I can't. Yeah, you know, it's so funny because a lot of people say you've done a lot, you've done a lot, and Mm. okay. So being born into a family that is in the music industry and who doesn't take no for an answer, you know, you have to be Mm. something. It's not you're going to be something. No, you have to be something, and you kind of have to decide about right now (laughs) (laughs) because if you don't, we will. (laughs) So. so, you know, from when my mom had her first hit called Weak Spot back in, se- in the 70s. And mm. literally, if you watch the video on YouTube, you can see it, Evelyn Thomas' Weak Spot, you'll see that she has a little pouch. And that's because she just gave birth to me. <laughs> oh, so literally, cute. literally, she gave birth to me. She stayed with me for a couple of weeks. And then she went over to Europe because they called her over to be on... Um, on the, the it's a TV show, um, I forgot what it's called. Uh, something spot week something. I forget. It's a really big TV show back in the day, mm-hmm. and um, she had to go and do it. And uh, and you know, my grandmother was taking care of me, but it was like from that point, my my mom was like, you know, I want my daughter to know who I am. Um, mm-hmm. My mom had hit her after hit her her. 
she didn't just have high energy. She had weak spot, reflection. She had head in the stars. She had high energy. She had, um, uh, oh my gosh, so many she had a lot hits. of hits. A yeah. lot of hits. It wasn't just one. Uh, and so she was always gone. And so she told, she said, I need to take, well, my, my given name is Kimberly. I am going to take Kimberly on the road with me because I want her to know who her mother is. I don't want her to, you know, not know mm-hmm. who I am. Uh, and I don't want to give that up just because I, you know, I have success. Mm-hmm. And so that's where all that, you know, Barbara Pennington, even Gloria, Gloria Gaynor knew me since I was four. Um, oh and she passed God. away. She passed away. I believe uh-huh. last year or earlier this year, but uh, she looked at me like a few years ago when she saw me, she says, Evelyn's daughter. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> I haven't Aww. seen you since you were so little. Look at you. We took a picture together. I was doing the same show she was doing on TV and it was like, wow. You know? Oh my um, goodness. I mean, just, how old you know, were you when you started to go on the road with your mom? Mom, four, uh, seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah, I was seven. Mm-hmm. And you went yeah. around the world with her? Uh, everywhere. Everywhere. I can't really remember. I remember telling my mother I wanted to go home and see regular money. Because back in the day, it used to be the pound. The pound used to get really pretty big and you had these huge wallets. It was like, if you had one pound, it was small. And then two pounds was bigger. And then five pounds mm-hmm. was even bigger than that. And it was like, these. It's, it's by the time you got to like, a hundred pounds was like a sheet of paper. I was like, and it was like, you know what? I just want to go back and see a dollar. It's really small. <laughs> it's just really tiny. And what is a half penny mom? Because, uh, you know, I never seen a half a penny. They're asking for a half a penny. So then the, you know, it was like, uh, I would go to the store and get something. It'd be, you know, one pound and a half. I'm like, how do you get a half? <laughs> It was truly oh, confusing. <laughs> it was really, it, you know, so every now and again, I would have to go back home and go back to school, but I did have a tutor on the road. So at the age of seven, I was on the road with my mom. My mom was gone at least eight months out of the year. Wow. At least. And how many years did um, you do that with her? Until I was 16. Oh, a long time then. Yes, very long until I was 16. At 16 years old, school kind of got really important to me. And so I kind of slowed down. I was Mm. old enough to kind of hang out with my friends. I would stay at my best friend's house when my mom was gone. Um, And so I had people that, you know, and I would go out with her from time to time, but not as much. Uh, I didn't want to miss school so much. I, I, you know, I graduated a year earlier, you know, and I went Mm. to college and everything. So I really, really wanted to kind of get an education and be serious about it. it. I mean, I know a lot of people say, well, your mom was, you know, this and that and the other. It's like when you grow up in it, it's so normal. It's so normal mm. Mm. Um, that you, I don't know if you deva- you don't devalue it, but you have friends around you that have this normal life, normal life and you wish that maybe your life would have been just like theirs. Yeah. It's a funny old game, that comparison game, isn't it? It is. Mm. It really is. Mm. It really, mm. truly is. Because I, I didn't grow up with kids. I, I grew up with adults. Um, so so did know, you feel were... like an adult? Even yeah. When you were young. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I could, I could balance a checkbook at eight. Really? Um, I knew how much things were. I had a budget. I had an allowance, which I didn't spend because my mom... I was very, I guess I was very ahead of my time. My mom would take care of everything. My mom would give me an allowance and I asked her one day, why are you giving me money? And she mm-hmm. says, well, you, sh- you should have an allowance like all the other kids. I says, but if I don't need an allowance, why should I have one? That was very clever. So she's like, you don't need an allowance. I says, you do everything for me. I go to the mm-hmm. refrigerator, there's food. I go to my drawer, there's clothes. I go to my desk, there's books. And I was like, what else, do I, what else does a kid need? And what did she say? Was she surprised? She was very surprised. Very surprised. Um, she was like, you're way ahead of your time. I said, you know, necessities is an amazing thing, mom. I have them all. <laughs> it's, like- it's, it's very wise. But you know, when, when children 
grow up like that with adults as I did, I somehow feel that I grew up, that I was born old. Does that make yes. sense? Yes. <laughs> so yes. it's like um, I used to look at children and think, so babyish and I'm I don't fine. understand that exactly <laughs> exactly you know, uh, yeah my mom would send me back home and says you need to be a kid <laughs> I bought you a bike very nice mom I'm gonna go riding in the park I understand but, I okay. mean you, you need to be a child it's true but I think there's there's a lot to be said for that because somehow yeah. maybe I don't know it's like an an old soul yeah, because you feel sort of old before your time, and I, I don't know about you, Yaya, but as you get older, you somehow feel younger in a lot of ways. Because I do. Do you understand that? I do. I love roller coasters, so I, yeah. I found <laughs> I found something that makes me run in the park and act stupid, and everybody's looking at me like, "Look at this woman." Does she know she's an old woman? Does she know she's older? Like, how many times is she going to get on this roller coaster? Literally, I ran You're around oh, and got on. back. In, well, you know, but to young, <laughs> young, young people, I'm old, yeah. right? So I run off the, I got off the roller coaster, loved it. First time on it, ran right back around, got back in the line. <laughs> and what sort of roller coasters are they? It, oh man, Bush Gardens is like, they have like these really big roller coasters. And the one I got on like five times in a row was mm. the one that you, your feet dangle. And it's kind of like mm. these drops and it goes upside down and it oh flips and it turns. Goodness. It's so much fun. Oh, I couldn't handle it. I, I wouldn't no? be able to handle it. No, I did as a child. Uh-huh. Um, and I, then did, I, I did. But did you really. as a child? Not much. I yeah, really I did. Time. Yeah, yeah. I mean... As children, it's also fascinating. And then as I got older, I got scared for some reason. So I thought, what the hell are you doing? And you're hanging upside down. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, there, you know, psychologically speaking, there mm. must have been something to trigger you to be scared. You just don't get scared. Yeah, there must have been. But do you know what? The funny thing is, roller coasters, yeah, yeah, remind me of bridges. And I'm not into bridges either. I don't like uh, bridges. And I think it's the water thing going on underneath. If, you know, <laughs> if it's over water, it's all a bit dodgy, I have to say. Isn't that funny how you can get on a plane that's like 30,000, 40,000 feet up I in know. the air? <laughs> but yeah, you can't, you can't go the across the bridge, okay? <laughs> Oh, I know. I don't know. It, it's crazy, you know. Um, it's funny what the mind does. Um, and, you know, if you can conquer certain things, it it's all about the mind um, mm-hmm. when you're overcoming fear, I think, um, for things like that. I mean, when you started saying that your legs are dangling, I sort of <laughs> thought to myself, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> because it I was thought fun. The Chinese um, have this thing. Have you seen it? And they dangle and wiggle and wobble and go upside down. And they're sort of out in the mountains. Have you seen that ride? No, I haven't. I'd love to see it. You're going to have to send me a link. So I'll I send it to it. you. I'll send it to you. And I'm yes, thinking, you have oh to now. Goodness. You have to. I want to see it now. <laughs> I will send it. I will send it. It, it. And I just think, oh, my God. And it's sort of like an arm. Um, and it stretches out into the mountains and it's so high and everyone's flipping out because, you know, mm. it's so scary. But I think maybe you would like that sort of thing. I don't know. It, it, you know, certain things, certain things do scare me, you know, um, but I don't believe in fear. What scares you? Uh, not doing what I want to do in life. That's scary. It's very scary. Mm. Mm. To die without living very yeah. scary very scary i um love reading and i was about 13 and i don't know who the author is of this but you, maybe you know this quote and it's the tragedy of life is not that we die but that something dies within us while we're still alive mm-hmm. and i was 13 yeah yeah and I've kept the motto of that all my life. 
because I think you have to have that spark of life. Mm-hmm. And it has to be greater than any fear. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I don't believe in fear. Because it doesn't yeah. exist. Mm. Mm. It doesn't exist. It's, it's, a, it's a rationalization of a future that hasn't happened yet. Yes. Yeah. And it's an interesting subject because I've spoken to so many people about this and also on the podcast, but in life in general. And I was talking to someone the other day and they said to me, you know what? The basis of everything that we are miserable in life is because we are afraid. Uh-huh. Of what? <laughs> yeah. And then I suddenly thought, well, actually, that's very true. Mm-hmm. You know, we're afraid, let's say, we're afraid to be late. We're afraid to let people down. We're afraid to let ourselves down. We're afraid, what are people going to think of us? We're afraid of death, of life. But in reality, this smoke of fear, it's not really there, is it? No. No, it's not. And and you were just saying, if I if I may be so... Uh, bold to answer mm. all those little questions you said you said you're afraid to let other people down well that's mm. because you've done that already and you don't want to do it again that you've let yourself down well that's because you've done that already and you don't want to do it again it's mm. usually because you've done that already and you don't want to do it again that you're afraid of something or you've seen or heard about something that happened and that made you scared that it may just happen to you. That one little percent that it could be you, you know, and so mm-hmm. you just stay away from it. But in all actuality, people use that and they, and they don't use it sparingly. Of course, a life and death situation would mm-hmm. be something that I would be afraid of. Definitely. I mean, fear mm-hmm. has to be put in its, in its spot and context. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you know, I'm not going to jump off a plane without a parachute. I probably won't jump off a plane with a parachute unless I had to either. <laughs> yeah. So, but I don't blame you. <laughs> but I mean, but yeah. you know, you have those people that that that's what they do. They want to conquer mm-hmm. that fear. I'm not looking to conquer that fear. You know what I mean? I'm good. <laughs> yeah. But it's like uh, I'm not afraid of it. I just don't want to do it. That's not something on my list. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so it's it's you know you just you you got to put fear in its context, but don't be afraid to, to go after life. Yes, absolutely. Because sometimes we can be so afraid that we stop living. Correct. I'm seeing that more and more. And that's why I love roller coasters. Yeah. <laughs> it's because it's living in the moment. It really is. It really is. Um, yeah. I can't, I can't explain to you why I like them. But it's like, uh, it's like being a kid when I wasn't able yeah. to, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of reliving something that in, in a way was lost. Mm-hmm. And um, I know you can't go back to being a no. child, but there is something in all of us, I believe. I don't know about you, Yaya, but there is a child within all of us. Mm-hmm. And we should never let that go. That no. feeling of exhilaration and excitement and, you know, getting excited about a leaf that's gone yellow or, yes. you know, small things that actually turn out to be the big things in life. That's right. A peanut butter and jelly sandwich for me in a movie is amazing. <laughs> I've never had that. <laughs> you never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and no. what, eat what it while you're jelly? watching a movie? What's jelly? It's like jam. Oh, okay. okay. Like a preserve. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I might try that. <laughs> and a jelly in in uh, America is jam or preserve. Oh, it's jam. So peanut butter and jam. Right. Well, I like strawberry and blueberry jam. Those are my favorites. Okay. And, and a movie. How do, you, or do you put it on bread, or do you just eat it like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Put it on bread. Mm-hmm. Um, eat it. You know, eat it. Have uh, okay, so you got to have a, 
uh, I like almond milk. So I have a glass of almond milk, peanut mm-hmm. butter and jelly with jam and a movie with a cover. And then I tend to nibble on my sandwich while I'm watching like maybe a thriller or an action movie. It's like the best. Oh, you know, it's those little things mm-hmm. that make a huge difference in our lives, isn't Definitely. it? Definitely. It is. It is. To slow down. Mm. It's just to slow down. It's not like that's the best peanut butter and jelly sandwich in my life. No, <laughs> it's more like slow down, chew, relax, sit back, escape from the world, escape from anything you have to do and just focus on right now. And that in itself is like a paradise, even albeit momentarily. Right. And you need it. Mm. You need it. Mm. And how is it, Yaya, that with your hectic life, with all the things that you do, which I'm going to go on to in a moment, how do you find that sort of sanctuary of peace? And how do you sort of chill out? It's called scheduling. I know you've got that. I know you have told me about this. Let me tell you. (laughs) Let me tell you. Okay. Scheduling. Oh, I love, uh, I have an app that schedules all of my appointments. I set it up because I only want to do certain things at certain times. Um, It's Mm. an amazing thing. I send out a link and people schedule. And give us an example. So, um, they may schedule an appointment with me for an interview and mm-hmm. I'll go and say, thank you so much for scheduling with me. Uh, here's the link. Go for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you schedule yourself. <laughs> Make sure you put your name in here so I know it's you. We're good to go. <laughs> then, you know, I can look on that. It, it alerts me on my phone. You have mm-hmm. a new, you know, you have a new, uh, a new interview. You have a scheduling, a new schedule. So I look at it and it's, I only schedule three days a week. And the other days, like today, I mm. take off to do interviews, to do, uh, you know, phone calls, to catch up on people and things like that. So um, it's really, really good for me. It's really helped me. Um, it's, 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 it's just a wonderful thing. It's all around wonderful because it used to take me, a, if, you would take, if you would take all the hours that I put into scheduling people and talking mm-hmm. with people and trying to get the right time and this and that and the other. And then having it all over the place, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Sundays. I had no days off. I had yeah. no days. Yeah. I was going absolutely crazy. Um, so this really, really helped me. I would never give it up. I would scrape and sell something just to have it every year because it's just that good. <laughs> <laughs> What's the app called? It's challenging. Calendly, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they do offer a free uh, service for like I think it's one or two schedules that you can get for free. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you have the paid service. The paid service is wonderful. Um, Not to this is not sponsored. They're not sponsoring me or anything like that. But they do have like um, Calendly has a, a service where you can actually charge and people pay right there on the calendar before they even Uh-oh. get to you. So right. some of them can be free, some of them can be, be, you know, be paid. It, it's just a wonderful service and it takes days off of, and hours off of And me. has it helped you a lot in sort of oh freeing up? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, as an entrepreneur, somebody who does multiple things, scheduling people for interviews is not something I want to bog myself down with, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so. It's taken, I would say it used to take me two to three hours every day to schedule at least two or three guests on the show. If you take that every day. That's a lot. Put it, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. So when I send out that link, that is the only interaction that I have. Now that person has to decide whether those hours are going to be good for them. If it's not good for them, they can get back with me and then I will go ahead and do a personal schedule with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that rarely happens. Very rare that I have to get involved with the scheduling anymore, which is amazing. It's just a wonderful thing. I love it. I mean, it, it really organizes things to oh, yes. a point where... You know, when you're sort of doing things like that two or three hours a day, it overtakes Ugh. your life. 
Well, yes, it does. Mm-hmm. And think about it. That's not the only thing you have to do. Yeah. That's just one. That's just yeah. one thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I'm Excellent. glad I don't do it. I'm glad I don't do it anymore. I'm glad. Yeah. How long have you been into that now? Um, what Calendry? I actually yeah. started Calendry the beginning of COVID. Uh-huh. Because I said to myself, there is no way I'm going to sit here anymore and do this. I'm going to find a service. So I kind of went online and did did my research, watched some reviews. I saw some of the services, but I really like Calendly because first of all, it was economical. Yeah. Um, it was something that I could I could actually do mm-hmm. a year in mm-hmm. advance, you know, pay up for a whole year. Um, and it had the services where I could charge, which means mm-hmm. that if I can charge and they pay on the calendar, they pay for it. And if they can't make the date, they can reschedule themselves. <laughs> what wonderful. a good idea. <laughs> I know. Hell, I can't make today. There, you know what that link you just, you go right back in there and just go ahead and reschedule yourself. It's okay. Go right ahead. <laughs> it's just like, it's wonderful. It's a fantastic idea, actually. It definitely it does, is. Um, it does free up a lot of time. Oh. And, um, Oh, it's just one less thing to worry about. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That is no yeah. longer on my on my list of worries. Yeah. I don't. Exactly. I don't even worry about that anymore. You yeah. know. <laughs> nope. Now you you do a lot of things, yeah, yeah. And I you're do. a singer, and you're an entertainer, mm-hmm. and you are a radio host of your own show, yes. Dream Chasers Radio. Tell us mm-hmm. a little bit about the things that you do and your radio show. Well, we do, um, we do podcasting. Mm-hmm. I have um, on, uh, recently I just got on iHeartRadio on WCCF. So I Well have, done. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I have uh, FM and AM radio as well as online with um, WCCF.iHeartRadio.com, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. And it comes on um, every Mondays at 11 o'clock right before Rush Limbaugh, which is a really good spot. I love that spot. <laughs> so oh. 11 to 12. Uh, Mondays, you can tune uh-huh. in live on uh, wccf.iheartradio.com. And you can also tune in on 100.9 FM and 1580 AM. So I have like three different stations that actually broadcast. Um, I have. And a, are they three different shows or the no, same? No, no, it's the same show. It's the same show. Mm-hmm. It comes on at 11. It's all the same show. It's just you can, you have the option of tuning in wherever is more convenient for you. Okay. So okay. Th- it doesn't matter if you're not in Southwest Florida where it does air on the FM and AM. You can always tune in at 11 o'clock on Mondays at wccf.iheartradio.com and it'll come on. And it will come on anywhere in the world. Correct. Well, that's rather handy. That's excellent. It, it really is. It really is. I think that um, people don't realize that, you know, iHeartRadio is still online. And uh, we, we, you know, they not only have terrestrial radio, but they have the online radio stations, which is really good. Um, I love it. It's really That's wonderful. really good. That's really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. That's amazing. Now, you have an interesting array of people that you interview as well, yeah. don't you? You have all sorts of people with all oh, yeah. sorts of talents. Tell us a mm-hmm. little bit about that. You know, um, a lot of people stick to like one subject, you know, we only interview business people. We only interview this. We only interview that. Mm. I only interview business people too, you know, but everybody. Mm. It's not limited to one type of business. It's limited to, hey, you've done this. You know what it's like. You've made mistakes. Hey, tell my audience. Yeah. Yeah. About this. Hey, maybe we can learn from you. You know, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't really make a difference. Uh, what industry you're in, as long as it's not, you know, in the sexual industry, because I keep it family oriented. Um, mm. You know, I don't mind. Let's let's talk about it. You're an author. So how that happen? I mean, how do you write? What What is your schedule? Do you did you have some ups and downs? What about writer's block? I mean, I go through all of that. Uh, inventors, tattoo parlors, mm. um, managers, artists. I mean, because we are all entrepreneurs. We're all out there doing our thing. Um, I want to know about it and I want people to know because I was inspired when I started this in 2006. Uh, I needed inspiration. I needed mm. I needed that inspiration and, and I was kind of lacking on it. I, I couldn't find people who were going after their dreams. I really wanted to find out, you know, 
more about myself. And I figured, what's the best way to find out about yourself? If you can't find out about other people and what they're doing, then you don't have a reference point. So yeah. I started the podcast. You know, started the podcast. I was in depression because I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. I wasn't yet clinically depressed, but I was pretty depressed. And uh, when I started this radio show, it, it showed me that you don't have to be in this mold. You don't have to fit in a box. You, you can have, you can make whatever out of whatever and be whoever you want to be. And this is such an interesting point, actually, Yaya. So, I mean, a lot of people suffer from depression. Mm-hmm. And I've heard all sorts of stories, as I'm sure you have, And life can be tough, but one of the most, this is what's wonderful, what you're doing, because you turned your life around. And I think we can become depressed if we're not following that course of our destiny, of what we're supposed to be doing in life. I think once we begin to do what we are meant to do, what we were born to do, I think that's the big game changer. Yes, it is. Um, For me, it was, uh, I had so many talents. Yeah, it was like a bunch of stuff I could do. It was like, you know, overbearing. How did this fit? How did all of these pieces fit together? What is this? (laughs) You know, it's like, what can you do with this? You know, but I found by the interviews that there, there are, little categories that make up a big genre of things. So me being able to talk, me being being able to sing, me being able to do podcasting was in the entertainment field. Yeah. So I said, well, I'm a complete entertainer as much as I can be. I guess I can actually use all of these talents in the entertainment section or the entertainment segment. And that was the glue that pulled me together, that helped me understand myself. Was it one of those eureka moments that happened to you that sometimes happen in our lives where you suddenly think, this is it? Or was it um, a sequence of events, would you say? It was a sequence. It was a sequence. It definitely wasn't something that happened all together because then I'd be rolling on the floor and screaming, yeah, I didn't do that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It was a sequence of things. It was more, it was more of a, oh, and a, oh, and a, ah, no way. (laughs) So that's, that's Gradual type of revelation. Exactly. Yes. Mm. Mm. And what gave you the courage, Yaya, to just say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to own my own radio show. I'm going to bring in all these fantastic guests. What was it finally that sort of pushed you to do it? You know, a lot of people have these role models that they didn't know. They have these role models that they never met, you know. They yes. only see them on TV or on the radio. But I watched my mom. You know, I watched her. I watched her do things and go after things and say yes and just roll with it. You know, hey, you want to do this? Yes. You want to do that? Nope, I can't do that, but I can do this. I, I watched her, you know, uh, and she never turned down an opportunity that she could fulfill. And uh, that taught me that I could do whatever I believe I could do. And I just figured, why not? That is actually very poignant, you know, even to have the courage like your mom did um, and for you to see her in action that's also important because we lead by example. Mm-hmm. You can tell someone all day something and for months and for years, but if you actually see someone doing something, that's a completely different thing. Can I say something? Of um, course. Courage. 
Yes. I also, it's a, how would I say this? I believe in courage, but I don't, I don't believe that courage is the thing that makes people want to go after things. I think inspiration and imagination is what we lack as adults to go after things. We lose it. If you could imagine yourself doing it, wouldn't you be able to do it? Or if you had the courage to do it, would you be able to do it? Which one makes more sense? I suppose inspiration comes first and courage comes later. But possibly, I mean, talking for myself only, I would say you have to be inspired firstly, but then you've got to do something with that inspiration because you have to, for me, I can be inspired. But if there is nothing to push me along, if I'm too afraid to do it, then that inspiration disappears. Why would one be afraid though? That's the one thing I don't understand. Yeah. you, if if a person mm. wanted to do something, but was too afraid to do it, where's the fear coming from? Is it coming from someone that told you you couldn't? Is it coming from the overwhelming, you know, things that you have to do? Is it overwhelming for you? Uh, I mean, where is that fear coming from? It's not something that you just imagined. It's a, it's a legitimate fear of something mm. that messed you up that's keeping you from reaching your destiny and your goals. Absolutely. I mean, when you think about all the people that sadly have so many dreams and die, with so many dreams unfulfilled. Yeah. yeah. It's it's tragic. Yeah. It really um, is. And it's one of the saddest things. And I've spoken to many people that are older um, upon my travels through life. And a lot of them have actually said to me, you know, I wish I had danced more. I wish I had the simplest thing, sang more. I -hmm. wish I'd had the courage, you know, to go with the love of my life. And hearing these stories, Yaya, are heart-wrenching because we, if we are lucky enough, we learn from other people. Yeah. And if we are humble enough, I think. What stops people's dreams? I don't know the answer. I don't either. And, and, you know, uh, it's so funny because I'm listening to you and you're saying, I wish I would have danced more, but mm. they're still alive. But maybe if they you can't. can't. Ah, but you can. See, the mind is a wonderful thing. And I've, I've learned this. I've learned this. It's been, in, it's, been, it's been a few years since I've learned this. Okay, so you, you can imagine, this is where imagination comes in. This is where the fear comes in as well. Because the yeah. mind can only replicate what you've put into it. So if you've put in nervousness and fear, you'll get out nervousness and fear. However, mm. if you were to close your eyes right now, so let's do an exercise real quick. I did this exercise before, okay. Let's so do it. If, if, you, if you close your eyes right now mm-hmm. and you imagine yourself and you're looking at a a runner's track in front of you. And everybody knows what a runner's track look like. You know, it looks like it's a, it's a quarter of a mile around or sometimes it's a half a mile mm-hmm. around, mm-hmm. depending on how big. And you're in your lane and you got other people standing next to you. They're in their lane, they're in their blocks. Mm-hmm. And you have on your gear. You can see it. Am I right? Can you see yourself? You're looking the best shape of your life. Give me a second. I'm sorry. Sorry, I forgot to turn that off. That's fine. You're in the best shape. You're in the best shape of your life. Mm. You look amazing. Can you see that? Yeah. You have on your little nice, you know, shorts. 
men have on their their pants. You know what I mean? You're looking mm-hmm. good, all right? <laughs> you get ready. Yeah. You got yourself in the in the block. Okay, so you get set. So you put your feet in the block. You're a runner now. You may not mm-hmm. be a runner right now, but you are a runner in this particular imagination. Okay, you're a runner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can see. And you put your hands out like the runners do. And then you hear the gun go off. Mm. At that moment, I want you to go ahead and breathe out for me. You ready? Let's I'm ready. do that. Okay, so I said, it's, you're going to go through that whole imagination. So let's all do that imagination right now. So you're okay. in your block. Mm-hmm. Get ready. Mm-hmm. Get set. Boom. How'd you feel? Like I want to do something. Thank you. Your brain <laughs> can only register what you've put into it, even if it's not real. Yeah. Even if you're not a runner. Because at that moment, you're ready to run, even though in this particular body, I can't run. <laughs> Listen, I was running. <laughs> you see that? You see what I mean? So uh, us as adults have taken the most vital part mm. of, our, of ourselves away from ourselves, our imaginations. If you can see yourself doing it, mm. you can do it. You may That's not be really able to do it right exercise, now. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry? That's a really good exercise. It's a very good exercise. It's something that I do all the time. You know, I do that with a bunch of different things. You know, uh, I did that. A few, uh, a couple of years ago with my car, I saw myself driving my car. And about two weeks later, I had my car, <laughs> you know? Um, so is it like a visualization, would you say? It is. It really and is. Is it also a little bit like um, attracting to you? Yeah, you know, the attraction, law of attraction, right? So yeah. It really is, but a lot of a lot of people take that out of context. Law of attraction isn't that you're going to sit down and believe that you're going to receive all of these things that you're going to do. No, you have to imagine yourself doing it. And once you put in your brain, once you put in your brain that you are going to do this, and you're imagining yourself doing this, your brain automatically watch this. You ready for this? Are you mm-hmm. ready for this? What's one plus one? Two. Why did why did you answer me? Why did I answer you? Yeah. Because you asked me. No, I asked you what's one plus one. You didn't have to say it out loud. So see, that's the thing. Everybody <laughs> said two in their brains. Yeah. Everybody in the world that's listening to this right now said two, right? Mm. If you know how to add, you know one plus one is two. Yeah. Well, if if that's the case then how come we can't add things to our lives that enrich us at that moment? See, your brain was already figuring it out the moment you heard it. The moment that you know, yeah, the moment that you Uh, know you want to do something, if you imagine yourself doing it, you visualize yourself doing it, your brain will automatically find the solution to get there. It's not going to be one huge step. It's going to be little tiny steps. Okay, got that done. Check. Little tiny step. Mm, got that done. Check. That's how things happen. I didn't become a radio iHeart radio host overnight. This took years. But you had consistency and Correct. you must have had a vision I did. on the horizon of where you were going. I wanted it. I saw it. I worked my way to it. I imagined it. I visualized the steps. I got there. It took me years, but I'm here. So is it also a matter of discipline, Yaya? No. You wouldn't say so. (laughs) I know I'm controversial, right? It's not discipline. No, it's good. (laughs) It's not discipline. I don't Mm. like discipline. What is it then? It's consistency. Okay, consistency. Because discipline means you're rigid. It means you're not, you're not, um, 
you're not changing, you're not moving. Discipline is, is one regimen. It's just this is the discipline. It's just this, this is what it is. Consistency just means that you keep at it. And then when you need a break, you take a break. And then you go back to it. If you need a, a, a short break, a day or two to kind of get away from it, you get away from it. Consistency just means you keep at it until, you know, and it may change the directions you may have. I've hit a lot of dead ends and had to go back to where it was working to mm. start from that point to move forward again. You know, I never really could. I never really go all the way back to the beginning. I just go back to the point where it just stopped working and then just go yeah. forward. You know, mm. discipline to me, it seems like a word that limits a person in what they can and can't do. But consistency, joy, happiness, being happy and consistent, um, finding different ways to do things. Um, that's just, you know, it's just happy. It's just life. It's just, uh, it's, that's why it's Dream Chasers Radio. It's, it's, it's your dream. It's your goal. Um, it's your baby. You know what I mean? You take mm. good care of it. Sometimes you want to give that baby to somebody else and take a break. That's your babysitter right there. That's when you get out of there. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> so it's like, uh, but definitely it's not discipline. I don't, I don't really like that word. It, it just reminds me too much of a rigid person or someone that just doesn't want to change. Consistency in a way, like an army, in in yeah, like an army type of sort of correct, correct. Situation. I think that yeah, yeah, I think burnout might come with with discipline. I think I think I don't want to yeah. do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I understand it. And sort of consistency is more sort of free flowing. Uh, right. The river, it's more mm-hmm. the river um, leading right. sort of to the ocean. Yeah, I right. understand that. I, I right. actually, funny you say that because I know. A few people, um, my grandfather included, I have to say, he was very disciplined, uh, but he was ex sort of army and um, he was rigid in a lot mm-hmm. of ways um, because he, it taught me a lot. Actually, I spent a lot of time with him. It taught me a lot um, and it taught me a lot about myself, mm-hmm. but Within that, I always found this free-flowing sort of crazy gypsy type of personality that I am mm. because I had to find my own flow. Right. So I understand totally what you mean about the um, discipline. Uh, there's different views on it. You know, like martial artists would say, well, you know, you have to be disciplined and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But I think for people that are artists like ourselves, it's, it, it, it is different. I, I got a, I got another uh, monkey wrench to throw in here. I'm a fourth degree black belt. <laughs> <laughs> I am. And so I, I, you know, again, discipline for me, that's why I think of it as a rigid thing because uh-huh. karate, okay. being a karate person, it's rigid. It's discipline. That's discipline. Yes. I couldn't yeah, run yeah. my business like that. Mm, mm, I couldn't mm. do it. I, I would not be happy. Yeah. I used to do judo. Um, mm. I did it for many years. And that's completely different because it's more of a ground level sport. Right. Whereas karate, you can um, protect yourself. Right. Um, it's a self-defense. But judo is mm-hmm. more a sport. So, you know, right. no one's going to say, stand there and let me throw you over my shoulder type <laughs> of thing. You know, it's one of those. Um, yeah. But I totally, I, I love martial arts. Um, me too. And it, there's something about it that, that's quite beautiful, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's uh, it's you know, and it and I've had to use it to protect myself. Have you, you really? Know? I have. Um, you know, I have. And uh, sadly enough, uh, <laughs> the other person has <laughs> benefited in the negative. Uh, but <laughs> but it well, saved me. You know, uh, you have to so. do what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why I call it rigid. I couldn't run my, I couldn't be who I am and be disciplined. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I kind of, the karate just girl just comes out and goes, no, that's just, it's a totally different thing. You know, when you're doing your own business, when you're running a, you know, when you're singing, when you're performing, or you're doing your podcast, it should be 
free flowing. You should have a guideline, but it should be able to be, it should be able to be flexible enough to, mm. to go with the times. Very, very true. And I think, you know, if we have change in our life and in our surroundings, we have to somehow adapt and mm-hmm. we have to become flexible in that. And I remember, do you remember the um, program, Yaya, Bewitched? Oh, yeah. Dig it, dig it, dig Yeah, I love that. And I dream of genie. I love those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just like magical. Yeah. Do you remember Endora, who was Samantha's mum? Yes. Uh, in Bewitch. I, I thought she was fascinating. She was so extravagant. Yes. And when Samantha, and for the listeners out there, it was it was an American series about a lady who was a witch, but she and her mother, of course, was, and then she married a mortal, so to speak, which was mm-hmm. like human at the time. It was, it was called Bewitched. And um, when Samantha... Um, was marrying Darren, who was, or Darren, whatever his name was, the husband. And her Mm -hmm. mother just didn't understand. And I never forget this. Um, And she sat on the roof, as you do, Mm -hmm. in all her sort of opulent, you know, magnificent colours and everything that she used to wear. And she said, Samantha, I don't understand why you would want to do that. And she said, oh, but I love him, you know. And Mm -hmm. she said, but we are made to be free we are made to run through waterfalls and dance on rainbows we are not meant to be constricted Mm. and this is how I see artists this is how I see myself and you Mm -hmm. and all of us who have this artistic heart we are meant to be free Mm -hmm. and you know artists sort of you know they say take from heaven something and bring it to the earth for other people to see Mm. which is a beautiful gift yeah yes it is it's a beautiful gift now tell us a little bit about your projects at the moment and where you are now what are you doing at the moment well right now Uh uh-huh my office needs to be cleaned. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, that's the next project. Right now, what I'm doing is uh, I have a few edits uh, that I have to do as a podcaster, you know, behind the scenes, mm-hmm. you got to edit some things and put some things out. And, you know, um, I have my magazine, Diamond Magazine coming out between the 15th and the 20th of uh, December which will be online and that'll be a double magazine because I got a lot of people in that magazine uh, that I'm going to be starting to edit uh, this week. Um, What's the magazine called? Diamond. Diamond Magazine. Diamond. Mm -hmm. Okay, Diamond Diamond Magazine. And that's going to be available when? Between the 15th and the 20th. I'll put it up on my Facebook page on Dream Chasers Radio. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And then Diamond Magazine on Dream Chasers Radio as well. I mean, uh, on uh, Facebook as well and dreamchasersradio.com. I'll put Mm -hmm. put it up there. So uh, it's going to be a double magazine. It's really cool. It's just, it features, you know, a lot of people I've interviewed this year that um, I'm just loving what they're doing from the ages of, believe it or not, 12, all the way up. Oh, wow. All the way up. Mm -hmm. My goodness. So it's like a showcase of all the people that you've interviewed. Correct. Yeah, it's a showcase of all the people and where you can mm-hmm. find them. You know, you don't know. It is, people take advantage of things that understand what the advantage is. But then mm. you have the people that think there is nothing to this. But those people could be a mentor. You know, those people could be your inspiration. It could be an yeah. article that's in there, a bio, a, a link, or some, you, you know, you contact them, you ask them one question and all of a sudden you take off, you know? Yes. Uh, yeah. So it's very important to showcase, you know, people doing things um, and accomplishing goals at every age. You're Absolutely. Ne- you're never too old unless you're dead. Then you're way too old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's too late anyway. And um, It's too late. Yeah, yes. we've got to try while we are alive and to yes. do everything that we can to feel alive and to yes. actually, you know, not just to exist, but to really live our life to the right. fullest. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a pleasure, really. And wow, you know, I could talk to you forever, really, about all <laughs> sorts of subjects. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, I really could. You're such an interesting person. And I ask my guests this always at the end. Mm-hmm. Tell me, firstly, actually, first, before I forget, where can people get hold of you and um, find out about all the wonderful things that you do? Wow. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) you can uh, go to dreamchasersradio.com, dreamchasersradio.com. We're constantly, we actually have to update the website because new things have uh, transpired last week. So we got to kind of catch up with that. Um, also, yayadiamond.com. Uh, and you can just uh, type in my name, Yaya Diamond, on Google in the search bar. And you'll get a few pages of things. And you can find me anywhere, anywhere pretty much. Okay. And people are free to contact you. Correct. Um, yeah. At any time. At okay. the contact page on my websites. Yep. Mm-hmm. I personally see those. I check the web. I check my emails three or four times a week. Okay. Okay, wonderful. And the next thing I was going to ask you is what I always ask at the end of the show is words of inspiration, the word of the night, some words of inspiration, Yaya, that have helped you in life and that you feel would be apt for the listeners out there at this time. I think I say that every time my show ends, and uh, I don't think anybody really kind of pays attention to it. And some people do. Um, mm. But at the end of every show, I say, and don't forget to dare to be different. Um, I, I used to be called different all the time at school. And you got to realize I was hardly at school. <laughs> so when I yeah, went to school, yeah. uh, you're so different. You're so weird. And I would say thank you. Uh, yeah. it, it was because a lot of the kids would make fun of me, you know, oh, she thinks she's it because of her mother. You know, she thinks mm-hmm. she's all of that. My mom put me in public school, y'all, okay? <laughs> she put me in public school because she said, you got to be able to defend yourself. You're not going to be this, you know, stuck up little brat that goes to private school and all these Ivy League schools. You're going you're gonna go to, you're, you're going to go to regular school. So I went to regular mm-hmm. school for a lot of my years. And, and a couple of my years I went to private, but for the most part, I went to public school. And so being different was very important to me uh, because, you know, my best friend, she was cool. And I did want to be like her, like a normal kind of person. But everybody else was really, truly weird. Um, they did stupid things and things that would, in, you know, endanger themselves. And yeah. they would lick each other and just things that I just never... They would watch. No, they did. They would lick each other. Uh, they had licking wars, licking wars with each other. Okay. It was like, yeah, that's nasty. All right. So it was like, oh you know, gosh. you're so different. <laughs> you don't want to play with us. You don't want to go out to the clubs. Oh, when I got older, you didn't want to go out to the clubs. Mm-hmm. No, I work at the clubs. You paying me to go? Are you going to give me money so I can go to the club? The only reason I'm going to go to a club is if I get paid to go to the club. You're so weird. <laughs> you're so different. I said, no, you don't understand. I grew up in the clubs. I don't want to go there for recreation. <laughs> yeah. not, you, know, you know, I don't want to do that. You know, I want to go oh, home. Yeah. I want to stay home. You yeah. know? And so mm-hmm. daring to be different became um, something that was really cool for me. And so I always tell people, you know, no matter what is going on in your life, no matter how out of place you feel, that's your talent. That's your talent pulling you away from the masses. That's your skill pulling you away from the people that you shouldn't be hanging around with in the first place. So go ahead. I dare you to be different. I dare you to be different. And that's one hell of a line. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Wow. Daring to be different. That's powerful. Very powerful. I'm going to think about that. And then you can get on the roller coaster with me? Only if you come to England and have some tea and cake, a spot of tea. 
a spot or two. A spot of tea. <laughs> a spot of tea. <laughs> and then we'll find a roller coaster somewhere here. Yeah, we're gonna have to do it. Yeah, definitely. Okay, that's the deal. Okay. Okay, we'll do that. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much, Yaya. It's been fabulous to have you, and you are such a delight, really. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be on. Thank you so much for having me on the show. You- Thank you so much, really. It's an honor to have you and please come again anytime. Oh, yeah, definitely. Anytime you want me, just let me know. All right, then. (laughs) Take care. All right, you too. All right, speak soon. Bye. 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 Yaya Diamond. What a joy, really. Amazing lady. And it really does help to be around positive people each moment of our life. Thank you so much, as always, for joining me. Until next time, look after yourselves, take care, and lots of love. Thank you for listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life, brought to you by your host, Mimi Novik. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and see you in the next episode. For more information about Mimi Novik and her books, music and inspirational work, take a look at her website www.miminovik.co.uk